welcome back to the Dealer's Choice, or just Dealer's Choice. We're friends. You can shorten our name. It's a nickname. DC even. Whatever. Actually, no, we don't want to be affiliated with DC. Let's not do that. <laughs> no, just no, Morgan. Let's a trademark it. That sounds real good. <laughs> we should trademark it. This week, I am joined by my boys, Alex and Zach. How are we? Good, good Morgan. How, how are you? Good. Good. I'm excited to hear because I made you guys watch a movie called The Forbidden <laughs> Kingdom from 2008. Tell me all about it. Um, Alex, <laughs> do you want to do the summary or do you want me to do the summary? Uh, you, you dive in and okay, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll come in with some comments. Um. Uh, a homeless drunkard uh, abuses a young man lost in a foreign country. Yeah, that's it. That's my, that's my summary. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not that far off. Uh, no, like, let's be no. honest. Um, <laughs> no. no, so there's a bit more to it, Zach. Like you're missing a cr- crucial, Just a couple, crucial oh, okay. uh, ingredient there. Okay. It's Lord of the Rings. Oh yeah, well, yeah. Uh, it's the hero's journey. Yes, 100. percent No, no. The idea of bringing the uh, magical stick to the castle. Uh, you know, returning the stick to the castle. Uh, they walk uh, and they ride a hell of a lot to get there. Uh, you know, oh, yeah. there's there's the whole lava thing towards the end, which we won't get into yet because of spoilers. I was like, ah, oh, I see. Um, yeah, so it's it's uh, Lord of the Rings kung fu style. Look, I don't I don't know that I, I I see the similarities you're talking about. I don't know that I fully. I think it's far broader than just simply Lord of the Rings. I think it is just very bare bones the hero's journey, and that's why it's so similar to so many movies. <laughs> Even the Immortals' place looks like Rivendell. Yeah, but they don't go to Rivendell to destroy the ring. So if you're going to be nitpicky about there being lava at the end, you can't then turn around and go, oh, but Rivendell. No, 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 no. But after, they, after they destroy the ring in Lord of the Rings, they go back to Rivendell and they have that goodbye. Yeah. And is that Annie Lennox you... song about going on the boats to never come home again? No, I know, I know. I know and that really, about. it really, you know, sung true to me. Uh, but right he doesn't there then go moment. to New York and beats up. <laughs> We're talking up a, a lot more about Lord of the Rings than I, I, I thought we would this week. It's a good topic of discussion. Lord of the Rings is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's like, I, I think I'm being like too harsh. This movie's all right. I like it. It's fine. <laughs> Alex? There are issues with it, but it's fine. It's, yeah, it's just fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't think there's anything glaringly bad that will stop you from enjoying moments in this film. So I think I think there is some gem there, some diamond in the rough, but there is some rough. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You, you gotta you gotta watch that mother. Right? I will say immediately after I haven't watched this in a while, but immediately after putting it on, I was like, "All right, let's just immediately get over the whole white savior thing. Let's move past it. That's a big <laughs> thing. Let's just move past it." <laughs> Poor Michael Angaro or Angarano. I think Has he's he been in anything else? It's just yeah, like... he's been in a, he's been in a bunch of like indie. He's a very like indie actor. Because oh, I didn't recognize him, and I was like, ah. Oh. Yeah, he's pretty generic looking. He's an okay actor, um, and I just think he was very wrong for this role. Like, yeah. Oh, sorry. Wait. So like far ahead. Um, <laughs> this is like yeah. This is a kung fu movie. Alex is correct. They have to take the magical item to a certain place to give it to a certain thing, and then a certain th- like magical thing will happen, and then the bad guy will be defeated. Uh and it's got Jet Lord Lee and Jackie Chan. Yeah, more generic <laughs> though. Like, like Lord of the Rings is far more complex with it. Um, 
But yeah, not even, but, yeah. Zach was going to say it is the first pairing on screen of uh, Jackie Chan and Jet Li. Mm. They are actually pretty good. <laughs> they are. Yeah. And they both play two characters. So like Yeah, they it, both yeah. play two characters. Um, so I will, I'll go into a little bit about why I picked this movie. Um, yeah, please. So uh, being white and growing up in Australia, I never really had... Like, I, like, I loved Kung Fu as a kid, but I didn't really have like... like access or like the growing up of like old cool kung fu movies with like bruce lee and stuff and then this is like a more modern like i had that <laughs> yeah so like yeah zach <laughs> yeah, had that i i've watched very old chinese kung fu movies and i love them <laughs> yeah so this was like a more modern like being 2008 like this is the one i had access to and like i did i love i did karate when i was a kid i loved the jackie chan tv show i love jackie chan movies and this one came out i just love the like like, it is more modern and a bit Americanized, but they still have these awesome, amazing, like, floating fight scenes and, like, like proper... Mm. Cu- like, I thought that was done well and, like, the Americanization of some of the stuff's a bit eh. But I think from, like, someone who had limited access, like, this is, like, this felt that hole... Like, filled that hole for me. Like, I'm like, I love Kung Fu, but I don't have access to these movies. And this one came along. It's like, yeah, it's, it's like, very popcorn, but it's, like, fills that hole, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I- I'll say this. For something that's, like... uh a Hollywood take on a um, on a pretty like uh, fleshed out genre like the genre is you know Chinese kung fu movies and this is the Hollywood version of it. It is it it um, is incredibly. I don't want to say good it, as Alex said before. It's very fine in its structure. There's nothing like wrong with the writing. There's nothing wrong with the story. There's nothing wrong with the characters. The problem is because it's like it feels so Hollywood to me. It's just so generic. <laughs> but maybe that's like later for spoilers and stuff. I'm just trying to think like recommendations wise. Morgan, I think you nailed it. It's completely fine to like watch. I don't think you'll have an issue with it because the fighting is fantastic, like fun. Mm. And Jackie Chan and Jet Li are great. So if you are like looking for an action movie to watch and it's there, I yeah, I don't see any reason not to watch it because you can just like not really pay attention. You can watch the fights. You understand what's happening on a visual level, so you don't need to listen to any of the story or the backplot or anything like that. Yeah. I will also say like especially I know this happens a lot these days like and there's like praise for movies and it's like it comes to the white savior thing as well but like white like majority um asian cast which is always something i appreciate like like yeah, there's that's like nice. yeah i think that's good like it provide like it provides yeah like many of acting jobs for like yeah an asian actor and i think that's always admirable in modern hmm. times especially 2008 like crazy it surprised me how late this mm. film came out because it felt like a lot older film than 2008, if you get what I sort of mean. Yeah, yeah I yeah. know exactly what you mean, Nosh. I do. I was thinking about that. I was like, if this came out in 1990, it would be a very well-liked movie. Mm. It would have been really like big and it would have made a bunch of money. Um, but because it comes in now, it just feels like, well, all of the stuff that you're doing in this movie has been done other, way, other places and better. Well, 2008, what, that's the year the first yeah. Iron Man came out, uh, The Dark Knight. And this, uh, not that I'm putting yeah. this <laughs> with those films, but you sort of you've got to sort of think in your head that this is coming out at the same time as that. I don't mm. know. You just got to. It sort of confused me a little bit that it was coming came out so late. Mm. But like on that note, I I think it might be unfair to hold. Like I don't know that this movie. Oh was no, no, I'm not. To be I'm not comparing. Big, it, yeah, so. yeah, no, yeah. no. I don't think. I think I think it's really hard to talk about this movie and not give it shit. <laughs> but it doesn't deserve any of the like I don't think any of any, any form of malice or anything. It's not trying to be this fantastically beautiful. It's just trying to be 
a fine adventure action movie and it is a fine adventure action movie like it hits yeah. the mark really really well yeah. um <laughs> that's what i can <laughs> say about it. Yeah. I, don't know. I feel like I feel like you've said a lot, Zach. But I, I'm Alex. I feel like hasn't. I'm, I'm interested to see mm, Alex, hear more please. of Alex's thoughts about this movie. Zach was right, and you can record that uh, you know, <laughs> and play that over and over again. But he's right that Jet Li and Jackie Chan are the core of this film. Like they're the best bits in this film. I just feel like a lot of the other stuff sort of weighed down the film. Like I really like the chemistry between those two. Um, like there was that fight scene that they had in the temple. I thought that was really well executed and they sort of had this dynamic between the pair of them, which I really appreciated. But I did feel like there were some of the other characters that either were not really needed, but they were just there. Um, yeah, I, I understand that you needed a way into the world and so that's why you had that uh, American teenager obsessed with the uh kung fu movies as our sort of way into the film but he didn't you know you had your stereotypical training montage of him training up and i was just like oh here we go cue the montage and look there was the (laughs) montage um i just wish there was sort of more of jet lee and jackie chan together that was probably my biggest gripe with the film it's just their chemistry was great i just wish there was more of it and like the fight scenes are great like they're like i kind of Mm. forgot like what it was because like fight scenes these days like they're either really big and expanding like a large area so that that's how they get away with going on for so long or they're short and quick but they have these contained fight scenes that go on for ages and they're just fun to watch it's like i miss this in movies and that's like if there was more of this in this movie i think that's what it needed but yeah like that's my favorite part is like these really like extensive long fight scenes in a contained area between two people it's not vast multiple people expanding i thought it was cool that's like an interesting thing, Morgan, because like I was, I watched a couple like action movies in the last week, uh, and I tried to pick the action movies that had like no CGI because for whatever reason I'm so tired of CGI in action because it's such a crutch and it just is kind of boring to watch a second time, and it really actually bums me out because like a lot of the Marvel movies really rely on it, like super hard, and some of their action's great, but the third time you watch it, it's just kind of boring. But with stuff like this, because the, the kung fu. There's something weird about real, like, practical fighting that is a lot more impactful to me at the moment, for whatever reason, yeah. It's just so much better to watch that than it is to watch the same CGI, because I feel like CGI gets old a year after it comes out, so you you, you get, like, this constant reminder that it's just not real as you're watching it. But, like, yeah, I agree with you. The, the, the Kung Fu in this was, like, really refreshing and kind of fun to watch. It was good. And... Yeah, I think just to sort of go on from that, Zach, just the stunt work in this film alone was just, it was top-notch stunt work, like, really. And you see something like that, and you sort of ask yourself why the stunt work isn't sort of given the same treatment. Like, there's all these awards for visual effects, but I wouldn't be able to give you an award for stunt work. Like, you look at something like that, like, there's there's no Academy Award for Best Stunts. Or something like that. Choreography, There's, yeah. Yeah, or stunt choreography or, you know, any of that sort of stuff. There's, it's just not respected, but it gives this sort of tactile feel to the film. It makes it seem real and it gives this sort of authenticity to it, which you do sometimes lose when you've got, you know, vast big explosions and CGI armies sort of hurling themselves at one another. Um, it, it makes it more personal too. 
I also really Ooh, like, like, speaking of, like, CGI armies, like, this has, like, it's it's stupid, but they'll have, like, heaps of, like, real people running, and then, like, a people will, like, jump on on strings over them, but it looks like they're floating, and I'm like, it looks ridiculous, but it feels, I, I, I just love it. it so much. It's more realistic so than seeing, like, yeah. a bunch of, like, CGI armies clash. It's this, like, a bunch of people, like, looking stupid as they run, they run, like, heaps through, like, a, a coffee house <laughs> or something, and then some are, like, jumping off strings. I don't know. I something I really enjoy about it. Morgan, if uh, if we don't get a chance on the podcast, I will, I will try and desperately try and show you some of like the fucking sixties kung fu movies that I, I got showed as a kid. They're so ridiculous fun. <laughs> yeah, and it's like the whole bad dub thing as well. Because it's, it's like that's like how this movie like op- it does that opening with the Monkey King on the mountain, and I'm like, this just feels like an old kung fu movie. And then it gets a bit more modern, but it's like it has those moments that I'm like, this is this I didn't have that upbringing, and it's like. This is the moments that get me through. Is like, yeah, they have these cool moments that seem like proper old kung fu movies, like, but they're spread out, unfortunately, throughout like other bits of like some interesting dialogue and not very action packed. There's a lot less action than I remember in this movie. There's a lot of like traveling and stuff as well. <laughs> yes, there there is a bit, um, but I tell you what, the role of the Monkey King seemed to be the role for Jet Li. Like, I've never seen him so animated in anything like he just looked like he was having a blast yeah can we just have a little shout out to him i just thought absolutely because he's yeah you're right nosh because he's usually like such a solid like stern dude and he does Mm. such a good job of being this like because a a aloof (laughs) aloof crazy monkey it's great well he does both because the monkey plays is pretty like like that normal stern character some Mm. of the time (laughs) and then like then the monkey king is like batched like off the walls insane like all the time (laughs) Um, Should we get down if, to? I was even thinking, like, can't really spoil this. This this movie is like such a basic storyline that doesn't. It's a pretty really simple matter. plot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I would say, oh, like, man. so we'll do positive and negatives, but we because we're the, we recommend it as like a dumb popcorn movie. Like, it's there's enjoyable stuff in there. So mm. I reckon we'll do positive negatives, but don't worry about like, doesn't matter about spoilers because they're not really important. So positive negatives, let's go. What do you got for me, <laughs> Zach? Off you go, mate. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I'd say the positive is, like, Alex said it before, like, this is, it's really weird to think, this is kind of, like, prime Jackie Chan Kung Fu. Like, I know Jet Li's in this, and he's fantastic, but a lot of the choreography felt like Jackie Chan. Like, even even with uh, Jet Li fighting it, it felt a hell of a lot like uh, Jackie Chan had a big hand in choreographing how everything would play out. A lot of, like, his signature sort of slapstick that he has in his, his Kung Fu is in there a ton and it's great. I really like it. Like he, I think like four different times he throws someone into like a group of three people and they fall down. It's good. It's real good. Um, but yeah, that'd be my big positive. Am I doing my negative as well? Oh, okay. No, we can go. We can no, go around no, positive. Alex, do your positive. Yeah. yeah okay. Um, yeah. I, it just keeps coming back to this choreography. I really liked you. You touched on slapstick. I just want to sort of expand that a little bit more because Jackie Chan's character is this sort of, drunkard like he needs the wine in order to feel like he's at his optimum um that there is this sort of slapstick quality to it which i really quite enjoy um i also like some of the costume design in this like the jade emperors uh he had those sort of dragon golden dragons on his shoulder i was like well geez that's pretty cool um they were just there it was yeah it was just this film that knew what it wanted to do and executed it and it didn't have sort of lofty expectations about what it wanted to be. Yeah. I think like, yeah, positives for me, like, yeah, the choreography is amazing. The costumes. I also like one of the things like that, like viscerally, like in my mind, like 
made me happy and like made me remember stuff about this film is like the music. It's like, I don't know. I really like, it's kind of like a bit more modern, but still has that Asian like old movie influence with like the instruments and stuff. And like, yeah, something about that. I'm like, I just love that, that style of music, especially when it comes to like action movies and the way they like, yeah, I thought that was really cool. Musically is like, yeah, they did it uh, justice. I think like the old traditional style, but trying to make it more modern without ruining it. I think they did pretty good. Mm. So negatives let loose. <laughs> I, I just kept watching, like, when I was watching this, I just kept thinking, the warlord is so nothing. <laughs> like, the main bad guy, I was, like, I understand that his motivation was he doesn't like the Monkey King, but up until you meet the young woman, he's not really a bad character. Like, the emperor trusts him with the kingdom. <laughs> he's a general, and he just doesn't like to get insulted. So he's, there's nothing, like, evil about him, but then for some reason he just chooses to slaughter, like, a whole bunch of people. You're like, okay... But at the same time, like, even the witch character had more motivation than he did. She she wanted to live forever, so she's doing these things as, like, a mercenary act. But he was just like, I am bad guy. <laughs> I was just like, okay. Uh, and I don't even know if that's a full detraction, because, like, yeah, no, she said it before. It's, like, super professional in what it wants to execute. It's just not uh, exciting or interesting, that, that, that side of it. Like, yeah. Yeah, and I guess my problem with the film is it's sort of a little bit of an extension on what i sort of i talked about how the film felt weighed down in parts by a few characters like that witch character it wasn't entirely clear what her power set was and i forgot about the hair and then when it happened i was like oh shit i forgot about that (laughs) (laughs) and it was sort of and it was sort of like, um, like they're in this field with the um, these trees, the and blossoms. she engages. There's a blossom, yes, blossoms, and she engages them all by herself, and then sends in the army. And it was sort of like, ah, oh, well, like if I was the witch, I'd be sending in the army, and I'd be going along with the army. Let's like, you know, really get this done. Um, there was a bit of that. Sort of like I, I'm going to do this myself. I'm the evil one, and I was like, oh, well, obviously you don't want to win. Uh, you just want to sort of give them in drips and drabs. Uh, you know, use my army very sparingly. Um, but no, that's <laughs> that's a minor gripe. But I felt like the witch character, her power set wasn't exactly clear. The golden sparrow character, would the film have worked without her being there? Just a question. If this movie was, like, risky and was just about Jet Li and Jackie Chan, I think it would have been, like, <laughs> a fair bit better. <laughs> yeah. Like, rather than have Michael um, Angarano, rather than have the woman who's going to play Milan, rather than have either of them, just do it about a drunken monk who finds the staff and then the other guy finds him and then they have to then journey together. I think that would have been fun, but that probably would have been a lot more acceptable now Back then, that would have been incredibly hard to pitch to a studio. Yeah. They would have not liked that. I will say, like, yeah, I may, like a lot of the characters that you mentioned are in there are in there simply as, like, they're all just references to, like, um, characters from Chinese mythology and other Chinese materials. Like, it is just, right. like, they're, like... I feel like what they've done is, like, they've, they've made this vehicle for these cool kung fu fights. And then the story is kind of just, like, oh, we'll take a character from here, take a character from here, jumble it all together, and that'll get us through these, these fight scenes. It feels like that's kind of where where it's at as a movie. Like the awkward love dynamic as well. 
between the goals. See, that was going to be... <laughs> so, my negatives for this movie are, like, I didn't really think much of as a kid, but I really don't like the opening, like, or the whole, like, where is he, Chicago or, like, no, Boston. He's in Boston, I think. Mm, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like that whole, like, his real world stuff and him getting, I thought it's all weird and, like, let's just get into, like, the colourful, like, mystical world. And then I also, I'm not a big fan of her, him coming back at the end and she died in the, but then she, she's there in the real world at the it end. It Yeah. And it's like, I feel like if it were a modern movie, they probably would be able to get away with it. But I feel like maybe that is also a product of its time. It's like, no, she's got, like, they've got to have a happy ending. It's like, I didn't, I didn't appreciate her being there at the end after like her death and sacrifice and stuff. See, oh, you go, Alex. Oh, no, it's just uh, that ending as well. It sort of felt like, he is now Batman. Like, he's training on the rooftop overlooking the city, like a daredevil-type character. I was just like, ah, oh, I see. I, I didn't expect the film to end this way, but that's what he's we iron, got. He's Iron Fist. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah, actually. Uh, and this is better than Iron Fist, so... Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I just feel like some of these characters, even if they were there to reference other things didn't serve the overall narrative as well as they could have. Like, they sort of sandwiched in this awkward love dynamic between the two of them. Um, yeah, I, I, I get that Michael Angenaro, I butchered that I name. Think anyway, you, I think, um, no, I think the, you've got that right. He's there as the entry point and to sort of show some progression as they go along. But uh, I, I don't know. I It's just... It's such a 90s entry point, isn't it? Yeah. Like, kid from the big city magically falls into this other thing because he found the magic stuff. And, like, I was just thinking, like, this is a prime... This is probably, like, a perfect movie to remake because it's not great. And the the thing you want from a remake is you want something shit that then you make excellent. So, like, you could just get rid of his story completely and why not just have it set in ancient China? Like, why even have the entry point at all? You could so easily have characters that people... I think I think what you do is you don't remake it, but you basically you make a television show set in this world. So it's like we have the <laughs> it's like it's literally like the after it's like you have the drunk monk, you have like the monkey king. It's like and then we just have this world that we if you like, yeah, go watch the movie to familiarize, but it's like if not, we also write. It's like, yeah, we're just giving it new life in a different format in the with the bits we liked from the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> this is uh, a bit of, like, because I feel like we're, like, ragging on this movie super harsh, and it probably sounds like that, but I don't have any, like, ill feeling to this movie, is it? Like, I think we've said it a couple of times. It was a fun movie to watch. It's just when you get, I think when you get these movies that so clearly highlight what middle field, or, like, center line is, you can kind of talk a bit more about it because it, it's like, okay, if you want to make a good movie, this is kind of a really good thing to look at because this will show you how generic tropes are and why people find it really interesting when you play with a trope or when you try and um, change a trope to make it a bit more exciting or when you go away from, like, the normal trend. But you have to understand that normal trend structure first. You have to understand what center field is before you can try and do something a bit more highbrow. That's probably what we took. Like, because we've... Yeah, we're, we're, like, really discussing this one and I just don't want it to come off like we hate it. Because I don't. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I mean, I love it. I picked it, so... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, I don't hate this film, and it wouldn't appear on any of sort of my worst films ever watch list. Like it wouldn't, get, it wouldn't come close to that. It was just that there's there's some things that take away for me anyway. 
some of the enjoyment. The highs are really high, but there are some lows which do take away. And yeah, I think overall, you're right, it's a fun popcorn film, but we're here. It's a podcast. We're supposed to be critical. Um, and <laughs> so I'm, I'm, uh, I, yeah, I, I most definitely would recommend it. I'd put it in the pile of, you know, action films that I, you know, love to just put on and sort of forget about the world that I'm in. It's, it's pure escapism, this film. Do you think this is fun enough to watch with a group of friends? I'm just trying to think. I don't know that it it almost qualifies for it, but it's not it's not like Rush Hour. I would watch Rush Hour with friends because yeah. that's a fun kung fu. I think actually. maybe it's like different. A, a partner or maybe like a small family if you're like just like, yeah, movie night, whatever. But like as a group of friends, there's not enough. Like you, you want to pay attention to the fight scenes. You're not going to be doing that. And there's not enough fun to make to like to make fun of it in the other scenes. It's just kind of like, yeah, oh, we'll talk not- over this, I guess. It's not bad in in ways that you can sit there and like laugh at with people. Yeah, yeah. it's just yeah. like it's just I think the the momentum just stops and you're just kind of like, yep, all right, and then it picks back up again. So it's yeah, I think partner like movie night or family movie night, fine. Group of friends, not the right vibe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I watch this with mum and dad, so I, I what, put oh, it on do, as our family. Do they have a uh, opinion you would like to share? <laughs> oh no, Dad! Dad liked it. He really did like it. Um, and Mum, not so much. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Seems to be a recurring theme of this. Yeah, I've like been that's watching with them. Lady, I love it. <laughs> uh, yeah, sort of like, yeah, Dad really liked it. Mum was like, mm, no, I've got my laptop up. I've I've checked out. <laughs> but anyway, that's just. Um, that's just I would ask you guys like, what's your favorite fight scene? But I feel like the Jackie Chan Jet Li versus actually not on the same team versus each other. It's probably just up too high up there to really, yeah. I don't yeah. Know. Uh, what is your favorite? Let me ask. What is your favorite fight scene in this movie? I actually quite like Jackie Chan versus the witch because that was like something that I like when, uh, what was it? Golden Sparrow. When she starts fighting the witch, I actually was like, that kind of highlighted a trope that I really hate seeing these days. And that's, I think this is a very personal thing. I really, really hate it when like you get a female, uh, like fighting character, who has proven that they're, they're, like, adept and they're good and they've, like, beaten the main character in a fight or whatever just to prove how strong they are. And then the movie will instantly chuck them up against another woman rather than have them fight a man. And I I always, like, I always watch that. Like, like it happened in Infinity War where you have this entire cast of really excellent female superheroes and they have to fight Thanos' woman <laughs> because they are women. And I hated that. I was like, this is so disappointing to me because... Why? Why do you need to do that every time? It's and so when she starts fighting Golden, like the witch, when Golden Sparrow starts fighting the witch, I was like, ah. But then Jackie Chan like bursts through a wall and starts beating her up, and I was like, yeah, that's good, that's funny. <laughs> and he like throws her off a cliff. It's fantastic. Yeah, but when she's like, she holds on by her hair and she's like pulling herself up. It's ridiculous, but it's still like, mm-hmm. it's still mm-hmm. fun. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, what's your fight favorite? Oh fight? no, I was just I was just gonna comment on that. It's sort of like it didn't need its secondary antagonist. This film, I would have much rather they spend more time on the Jade Emperor, making him mm-hmm. more sinister than having the witch character. And you're right, he just seemed to be like secondary protagonist versus secondary antagonist. Just shove him there, and you know, oh, we'll just see what happens. Uh, so we need something to cut away to while we're having the big fight with the Jade Emperor. But my, my, it's got to be the Jackie Chan Jet Li fight in the temple. Like, mm. come on. Like, that was top shelf. Like, that was... <laughs> I really enjoyed that. That was... Have they ever done a film together Since after probably. 
Like I, I just I Not when I saw I'm the Elbows in it, I was like, jeez. This was the first and maybe the last. I don't. I'm not aware of another one. Unless Jackie Chan is in an Expendables movie, I don't yeah. think so. I think they would. This is <laughs> this is quite late in both of their yeah. careers. Yeah, actually, yeah, you're right. Jackie Chan has said like he really enjoyed doing it. Like he's never felt more comfortable working with a with someone else. Like they just kind of felt mm. comfortable fighting each other. And like I think we're like in sync and in tune. So it's like it'd be cool to see like maybe like a a better movie with them in it. <laughs> I would love to see uh, a version of Karate Kid that took on like uh, the what's what's the new? It's not Rocky. Uh, it's um, Creed. Creed. Yeah, it took on the Creed thing where it's like Jet Li and Jackie Chan both have protégés that they fight, they like get to fight to the death. <laughs> That'd be fucking sick. <laughs> no, I can't I can't see them. I don't think they've been in a movie since this, which is damn unfortunate. Mm, cuz that chemistry was Yeah, I think you're right. It's like actually palpable. Mm. Um, Ping it. Like I think Ping my favorite scene in this is when Jet Li pisses on Jackie Chan. Oh, I knew <laughs> you were going to bring that up. I love it. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. I do appreciate Like, they're pretty... I think they do a good job of, like, they give you what you need. They don't... Like, there's the whole bit with the hair. They, they, they show you that, and then they just show you that later. But they also just, like, they give you what you need. They don't need to fill their hand. Like, I, I was interested because I was looking up. I'm like, what is a Taoist immortal? Like, what is Jackie Chan claiming to be? They don't really go into it. They're like, you don't need to know this, mm. but it's there. Like, there's, like, all this, mm. like, stuff in mm. there. It's like, if you understand these, like, mythology, you will understand, and it's good. But I, I like that they don't need it. They feel the need to, like, explain it to you and hold your hand, which is, like, a nice mm. reprieve from some of the movies these days. No, I agree yeah. with that. Um, yeah, I guess there would be a whole, like, lore and mythology behind this film that if you did have a knowledge of it, then I imagine you'd get a lot more out of it, this film. Isn't it? Isn't it just, like, Chinese mythology, though? So I imagine if you have, like, a bigger knowledge of Chinese mythology. Yeah, yeah. sorry, yeah. That's what, what I, yeah, that's what I was referring to. What if, like, do you reckon it might be the opposite? If you have, like, a very in-depth knowledge of Chinese mythology, you watch this movie and you go, they fucked up so much. <laughs> it's entirely <laughs> possible. I... It's gone. <laughs> 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 I don't know. Uh, like uh, Alex, when you watch Artemis Fowl, or when I watch Eric, we cry. <laughs> you promised me, Zach, that we wouldn't refer Never to that film. It um, it's like the so. uh, the Spanish play. Like we just do not talk about it ever again. The Spanish, the Scottish play. play? Is that a not... Scottish play? Sorry, not Spanish play. Yeah, I was sorry, say, Spanish that... play. Oh, it's stuffed up. Today I we've had Trafalgar circles, Scott, uh, Spanish <laughs> plays. We're all over the place. It's it's that reference to Artemis Fowl. It just seared my Scrambled brain. It just oh, no. um, reset back in. Um, oh my god! Do you have any uh, more th- last things you'd like to say about this movie? Are you glad I showed it to you? you you're happy to oh, watch? Yeah, you're not upset? Because I'm going to go angry. back. I'm going to watch Shanghai Noon. <laughs> I'm going to go watch oh, Rush Shanghai Hour. Noon. I'm going to watch Hero. I'm going to watch a whole bunch of good kung fu movies now. I'm really happy with it. Yeah. And I didn't know until you mentioned that the Golden Sparrow is actually going to be Mulan. Yeah. As well. No. Which I is interesting. Know how I felt about that one. <laughs> <laughs> but oh well, it's fine. It's past. <laughs> well, uh, thank you for uh, letting me show you this movie and not being too harsh critics. I oh, appreciate one final it. thing. Yeah. One final thing that came to me. Jackie Chan's wig. What was up with that? <laughs> I mean, he just wanted dreads. Alana, Alana also commented on like what's going on with his hair, and I'm like, he's a drunk. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't wash his hair, man. It just naturally forms dreads. That's what happens. I also love the idea of like uh, drunk foo. Like you're just like you're like I'm a, I'm immortal and I have to be drinking all the time, but I'm still good at kung fu. It's a uh, from what I know, that's like an actual like that's actual part of Chinese mythology. There's the legend of the drunken fish is a very old t- tale or like trope in Chinese mythology, I believe. I don't know. Fair enough. The more you know, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, Zach, send me a list of movies to watch. I appreciate that. Just like kung oh, fu yeah? movies. I love right, kung cool. fu movies. Well. I'm into them, but I just yeah, never got the right upbringing. I very briefly <laughs> did karate. I only got to like red or yellow belt, but you know. Oh, dude, oh I did karate for about a week, Morgan. So, you know, we're so simpatico. Uh. <laughs> I lasted more than a week, Alex. Let's, let's. <laughs> uh, and with that note, what have we been watching in the last week, boys? What, what, what's, what's taken up all your time in the television movie? area um alex do you want to go i think i've got a i've got like two movies that i want to talk about so you go man um yeah i honestly i haven't watched a great deal this week i finished star wars rebels uh so that was a nice it was a nice ending i liked how they ended that show it was sort of like fitting to the overall narrative yeah and then people have been asking me uh oh alex which one do you like more clone wars or rebels and i sort of feel like Rebels tells a more complete story about its characters, whereas uh, Clone Wars is a little bit more sort of sprawling. Ooh, I feel like Rebels yeah, also exists you. on its own. Like, it doesn't need yeah. the other movies, whereas Clone Wars very heavily needs the movies to rely upon. And it yeah, makes the movies better. Yeah. <laughs> which I always, you know, got to give it props for that. Uh, so it's hard. They're, they're, like, they're like my two children. I can't I can't choose uh, between. Uh, so overall... <laughs> Sorry, go on. I was going to say, throw one of them off the cliff now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Sophie's choice. Uh, but just because Rebels is fresh, I'd pick Rebels. Um, uh, if I really had to get down to it. Um, Paul Kanan. Uh, that's just Paul Kanan. I was doing um, a podcast the other day for... Um, next uh, Hint, one of the next episodes of Second World Problems is on the Jedi. But um, I was saying oh. that like I started my rewatch of Rebels ages ago. And I, I, I was saying, I think I've subconsciously stopped just shy of Kanan's like, um, end. And like, mm-hmm. I subconsciously have stopped and I can't, I don't want to experience it, <laughs> which is rough. It was, it was pretty rough. I'm not going to lie. Uh, it got me. Uh, <laughs> it really did. Um, oh, yeah. They, they play with my feelings and that's the sign of a good uh, TV show when you become emotionally invested uh so yeah i've been watching that of course there's the usual reality kick which we won't go too far into because uh, no, no, zach please. might throw up again <laughs> uh, we have another so podcast there's... for that if you do want more talk about it anyway <laughs> exactly um and i was told that i needed to watch netflix's the kissing booth and i don't know if the person who told me this was serious <laughs> or not wait but number I... one or number two the first one, because okay, I'm yeah. not watching the second one without watching the first oh, one. Fair. Uh, Alex, so, that movie is right up your alley. Uh, yeah, it was clearly <laughs> made for me. Um, it was. It was a time. Um, <laughs> I've seen I it, but I, I, it was ages ago. I don't remember it. Who the shit <laughs> recommended? I have to friends you? outside of you two. Um, I understand that, but. I think friends? it might have been a joke. Uh, <laughs> it definitely yeah. was. I can tell you from. <laughs> so I watched it. Uh, a lot of problems with that film. Uh, pretty much the dynamic between the two central love interests. I find that pretty problematic. 
Uh, he's got some real anger issues, and I'm really a little concerned for her. Um, Question, but, Alex. Yes. Would you kiss him? Oh, yeah, totally. But, you know. Oh, that's right. He'd have to be in the booth. Like, I couldn't be on the booth. (laughs) And he comes up to me unknowingly. I'd I'd need to approach (laughs) first because that's that's how it works, isn't it? These things, you go up to the booth. Uh, And that's been pretty much it. Uh, Yeah, so I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Not a lot going on this week. No, not this week. Isn't there, Alex? Mm. Um, I'll do mine because I think Zach's got a got a. He's we're gonna tease his and make it seem like a big deal, and then I'll I'll either be very interested or laugh at the movies we've built up. Um, <laughs> so uh, this I haven't watched a lot of movies in the last week. I watched Forbidden Kingdom, uh, as a group watch because it was on TV last night. Watched Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom. Uh, that's the third time I've seen it. It's yeah, it's yeah, it's you know, you guys have seen it. Yes. <laughs> We are I don't aware. Even understand why you watched it again? What? What? Why? Because it was why on t- it, it was again? on TV, so we're, we're all watching it okay, together okay. apart. So it was like easier than let's all hit play on the same movie at the same time. It's like it's on dude, TV. It's I've done okay. that. I've done that. Watch that movie, but then go watch Lost World, and they are almost the exact same fucking movie. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Straight up to the point in the movie where the movie changes to another movie halfway through. It's fucking nuts. Yeah, I can see the power. I actually like Lost World, though. I just love Jeff Goldblum. I like Lost World a lot more than I like fucking Fallen Kingdom. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Um, but I also, I think I watched this after we recorded last week. So last weekend, watched the uh, Netflix movie The Old Guard with uh, Charlize mm. Theron. I ah. I love the concept. It actually made me more interested to read the um the graphic novel. But yeah, I thought it was pretty decent for a Netflix movie. I feel like Netflix movie is either like hit, very hit or miss. I feel like it was solid mm. middle ground for a Netflix yeah. movie. Um, just, yeah, I really liked the concept. So that got me through it and some good actors and actresses in there. That was, yeah. And apart from that, haven't been watching too much else. Been watching, uh, Alana's been watching Marvelous Mrs. Maisel and I've been coming in and out of that. I actually really like that show. It's very good. Um, yeah, I, I, as I said, I've missed a bit here and there, but I'm still able to follow it and I don't know. I just, yeah, I kind of like it. So that's, that's what I've been watching this week. Finger guns. (laughs) That's fair. All right, That's Zach. Fair. Here we go. That's Drum fair. roll. What do we? What do we got? <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So uh, I won't. I, I, I've watched. I started watching Hannibal again. Nosh. I think we talked about that last time. Mm. I finished Mindhunter again. I started watching a show called Occupied on Netflix, which is like a Swedish show about what would happen if Sweden stopped producing. Oh no, I think it's Finland stopped producing uh, oil, and then Russia invades them. So it's fucking crazy. It's a weird show. Anyway, whatever. Um, the two movies I watched that I kind of want to talk about is I watched The War of the Worlds and I watched The Dark Knight Rises. Which so, War of the Worlds? Which, which War of the Worlds? The, the more recent one. The, the Tom Cruise one. Yeah. Mm. Um, so, like, I don't know. Have you guys seen that recently? Uh, I've seen it once, like, ages ago. I remember that movie being shit. I remember not liking that movie at all. And I watched it again and I was like, for like 60, 70% of that movie, I was really, like, intrigued and enthralled. Um, it is like a perfect capsule of that period of time in movies. The start, I don't know if you guys remember this, but almost every fucking movie started with a CGI zoomed in picture or like vision of like cells moving around and then it would slowly zoom out (laughs) and and it would be like someone's brain or it would be like a drop of water on a leaf or something. And I was like, fuck, I forgot that that was in every goddamn movie ever. For like a period of time. uh, X-Men did it, Spider-Man did it. Like, it's nuts how many of the movies just thought that that was like super, super interesting. And Fight Club? Fight Club did it. I think Fight Club does something similar, yeah. It's nuts. It's crazy. (laughs) Um, 
But, like, it's great as well, because at the time, I'm pretty sure Tom Cruise is supposed to play, like, just an average American hero, someone you can all relate to. But he's just an abusive parent. (laughs) And he plays it really well, by the way. He does a really good job. But he is just straight up a terribly abusive parent. (laughs) And it's kind of interesting to watch. Because if you're like, I don't relate to this character, it's kind of actually just Tom Cruise putting in a good performance as a piece of shit dad. (laughs) Um, And the action's interesting. Uh, the CGI is terrible. Whatever, that's fine. But it's like it's like good Spielberg, and I didn't expect it to be. It is Spielberg, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, yeah. It's like good Spielberg. So yeah, I don't know if you guys had watched it recently, but I was shocked by how much I actually liked it. The ending is just as bad as I remember it being, but it's still a decent movie for the most of it, and it's interesting to watch what people thought in two thousand and like three was the average dad because <laughs> it's a, he's a bad dad. He's a terrible parent. Um, and, and the other one, yeah, Dark Knight Rises. So I think I said I watched Batman Begins and The Dark Knight. Yes. I, I loved them both. But then, Morgan, you said, are you going to watch Rises? And I was like, nah, whatever. But then, then it was there, and I was like, all right, maybe I'll give it a crack. I liked that a lot. Mm. I was so shocked by how much... No, seriously, I, I recommend maybe going back and watching it, Norwich. Now that, like, you're so far removed from that time period and The Dark Knight, because I can now watch The Dark Knight and see faults in The Dark Knight. I'm not like holding. Oh, it's not it a perfect, it's perfect film, but it's, exactly. Yeah. So, but knowing that and going back and watching The Dark Knight Rises, The Dark Knight Rises was a lot better for me now watching it back again because okay. it's still like really good. Tom Hardy's actually really, really interesting as Bane, and you like having watched stuff like Aquaman and The Suicide Squad and seeing where DC is now. And watching what was the end of that, right? Like the, the Nolan Batman movies, and remembering yes. how much people were like, "Oh, it's okay, but it's not great because it's not Dark Knight Rises." And now watching it and going, they've actually done like it's actually pretty good and entertaining and interesting, t- except for the end. <laughs> <laughs> the ends where it falls down, but everything else is actually like I was like real again. I was really enthralled and interested. Anyway, that's my rant about the two movies I watched that I was interested in. <laughs> well, while we're, while we're on it, let's this, when this by the time this comes out, this will be old news. But they released like a nice little trailer for the new The Batman, which I thought was pretty good. I enjoyed oh, that. Wow. But they've released some stuff for Suicide Squad two, and mm-hmm. <laughs> I have never hated a first movie so much, and I'm so excited for the second movie. Like the <laughs> yeah. the cast list is. Oh, batshit yeah. insane and they do this they did a reveal of like so it's basically like a quick little teaser and it's like comic strip it's like this is the character this is who's playing the character and it's like and it just got me so, there's is so it- many and then they did another teaser where it's all the people talking behind the scenes and it's James Gunn talking a bit about it and okay, yeah. oh my god and it's just it seems like it's gonna be like a bit like we're, we're changing the game a little bit in how we do stuff and I'm Oh boy, I'm so excited! Like those, I was like, "Yeah, I'm looking forward to it." Then they dropped these two like tra- trailer things, and I was like, "Oh boy, I am <laughs> hyped!" Okay. It made me excited about a DC film again, like that. And then there was the Wonder Woman uh, 1984 trailer that was yeah, released. That's one as of the well. best a, trailers. Ooh. Yeah, I, I I'm a little bit positive now about DC, whereas before I was not positive at all. Yeah. I think uh, people people like the Batman. People weren't sure about Robert Pattinson. I think that's the Batman trailer has like quietened a lot of. They're they're all like, okay, you've, we're on board for this. Let's see how you go. But a lot, I think a lot of people are like, what are you doing? This is stupid. And then the Batman trailer now, everyone's seen it. They're like, all right, all right, we're we're placated <laughs> well, for now. We'll see we'll see where think- this goes. I think a lot of people are like the Twilight dickhead. You're putting the Twilight dickhead in the <laughs> Batman. <laughs> what is wrong with you? 
and I had that initial reaction too, but then I watched a lot of his like recent shit and I was like, oh, he's he's very good. <laughs> he's, he's very he's good. He's a fairly actor. accomplished actor. Like, he's, pretty he's an good. incredibly good actor, yeah. He's it's very, just that he's in those compelling. shitty films and that's what I mean, he's known for. He's also in well, okay. <laughs> Oh, yeah, well. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I, 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 I get, I feel like the excitement for you guys, but I also, I remember the time when people were excited for the first Suicide Squad based on the trailer for the Suicide Squad. So I was, I was I never excited. <laughs> that was no. Listen, no, people, ooh. people were Morgan. People I was, were very I was. excited. I, for I the put Suicide my hand Squad. up and say I was yep. very excited after seeing that first trailer for Suicide Squad. But what I didn't know then was the people that made the trailer also edited the entire film <laughs> after the trailer came out. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so you don't do that. <laughs> so Look, that's rule I'm, one. I'm willing to say DC probably have learned their lesson, but I'm fine to reserve my excitement for when it comes out. Oh, I'm fair, completely fair. fine for that because I'm so sick of being ha- excited to see a movie and then just being like, "Well, that was a big old pile of garbage." Especially from <laughs> DC because I like DC a lot. Like I like the DC mythos yeah. more than I like the Marvel mythos. So it's been super annoying having to trudge through the crap. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe maybe we're on the right track now. We'll see how we go. Yeah, we'll see. Fingers crossed. We'll see. Fingers crossed. Mm-hmm. We'll see. But yeah, that's all the promising movie news I've seen recently. So um, anyone else got anything else to talk about? Um, no? No. No. Right. Oh, nice, nice quick and easy Wait one this week. Wait a minute. I think I found a brand of reality TV I'm willing to watch. I'm not sure oh. if it is reality TV. Uh, I watched a show called Taskmaster, which is a panel show, but they put in elements of reality TV in the panel show. So the premise of it is Greg Davies, I think, hosts it. Love and he Greg puts Davies. a whole bunch of panelists in a house for a couple of weeks and he gets them to do different tasks. And if you do the tasks, you get points and whoever wins, wins. Um, but I liked it because it's actual comedians doing the reality TV shit. So it's not just fucking randoms. <laughs> <laughs> And I didn't feel manipulated because it was their job to entertain. It wasn't their job to try and be manipulated to provoke an emotion. <laughs> You'll love Last One Laughing then, Zach. You should watch that. Nope, didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I like a lot of those comedians. I didn't appreciate the, the show. Um, but yeah, that might be a brand of reality TV that I really, really like. Interesting. Just... I might have to give it a watch. We are converting him slowly but surely, Morgan. Slowly but surely. We'll get him on the Batch train uh, soon enough. Soon enough. Norish, I've watched like an entire season of The Bachelor and I didn't like it. Sorry? I've been there. I've, I've watched like an entire season of The Bachelor. I just didn't like it. Oh, I thought we had an exclusive me, there. I thought Zach said that he was going to be the next Bachelor. I was, I was going like, to be the Bachelor. Zach for Bachelor. Like, oh. You heard it here first, guys. We'll get the train oh, rolling. I felt... Um, Oh, that I'd feel so sorry for all those poor women. He's just <laughs> he's just oh. below the right tier of celebrity, but we'll, we'll we'll bump him up a bit and we'll get him this. Uh, I, I would actually we love will. that a bachelor who doesn't want to be the bat who's like this is stupid, but I'm here for the paycheck and to prove you wrong. <laughs> it wouldn't I would even watch be that. It's like I am sorry, I am so sorry <laughs> that you have to go on a date with me, all of you beautiful. Attractive young women, I'm so sorry. <laughs> None of whom are there to get Instagram followers or... None of them at all. No, None of them at no, all. No, no, no. <laughs> but I'm here to find love. That's right. I really do believe. <laughs> I can see I the promo now. So if, 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 that's, if Zach, making Zach Bachelor is what it means to make me meet Osha, then that's what we have to do. I would how love would to meet, meet Osha. How would you either of you meet 
in that because what, because would, when they do like the the they get the friends towns. to come in and meet them and all like the and then you wouldn't be the friends I invite. Yeah, yeah, uh, we would. yeah, we would. No, because I know it would kill you. <laughs> because I know you'd be mad about it. <laughs> all right. Oh. On that note, let's uh, <laughs> let's end it this week. We'll be back next time with another patented Alex movie, whatever it's going to be. Who knows? Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> You should be. He you sounds, should be very, he sounds excited. very excited. Um, last time he gave us the hunt, so uh, we'll see. <laughs> we'll uh, see what happens. No child molestation in this one. This next time. Oh, glad to hear. And I'm, I love that we're ending on that note. <laughs> <laughs> the end. <laughs> This has been a Spiky Trap Radio production. For more Spiky Trap Radio content, please head to spikytrap.com.